Hello and welcome to the Just Keep Thriving podcast. This is the podcast helping you step into your power by owning your expertise, fully embodying your mission, and rising to the next level of entrepreneurship to help the world thrive while you create your massive impact and, of course, your income. I'm beyond excited to have you here, so let's dive into today's episode. Hello, lovely humans, and welcome back to the podcast. Today's podcast is, of course, brought to you by my Rise and Thrive group business coaching program. This group coaching program is a 16-week group coaching container that will help the beginner entrepreneur who really has a deep mission to change the health, happiness, wealth, connectivity, spirituality of society while you want to create your massive impact and have a massive impact. This is for income, rather. This is for the entrepreneur who is so, so, so sick of living their nine to five lifestyle, or perhaps you were laid off because of COVID. And you might be scared, but you know entrepreneurship is just continuously knocking at your heart, knocking at your intuition. And you know that it is 100% for you. You just don't know how to put all of the puzzle pieces together. You might have a lot of different ideas, a lot of different thoughts running around, but you don't know where to start, how to put it together, how to make a business, how to show up on Instagram and how to market and sell it and find people who will pay you a lot of money for it. So if that is you, then I want you to DM me at Johnny underscore Agresta. We can chat. We still have spots left or feel free to go to the link below and apply onto the landing page. With that being said, let's get into it today. We are talking all about 10 things that I've learned in the first half of 2020. Now, I was just going to do quarter two. However, quarter one kind of falls into the category of all of the lessons that I've learned. And because you guys really, really loved the um, things that I learned in in the first year of building my business, and I also did an IGTV on the 19 things that I learned in 2019, which also was the first year that I built my business, um, I figured I'd do another recap and add on to that for 2020. So let's be real. The first half of 2020, holy shit, that shit was crazy. And it still is crazy. Um, We had COVID happen. We have been locked inside of our houses nonstop for like, I don't even know, four months at this point. I've lost count. We are scared of humans. We are scared to go next to humans. We are also in the middle of the Black Lives Matter uproar and a social injustice movement. And this movement has touched all of us and has made all of us angry, angry at ourselves, angry at each other. Um, It has caused us to look at some really, really dark places in our lives. And COVID kind of has done the same thing. Not saying that the two um, things going on in the world are related at all or one is more important or not. However, when it comes down to it, we are forced to look at the are our shadow sides at the sides of us that we might not be that proud of. COVID has forced us to look at them because we now have to confront feelings because we cannot run away from them and go out and go, um, you know, on vacation and all of these things. We are actually sit and forced, we're forced to sit and have time 
to reflect and learn. And I know for me, I've gone through a lot of different transitions and different relationships. Um, my partnership with Joe, my roommate, um, my sister, just a lot of different changes have come like from actually having to sit with the things that I want in life and my feelings and feelings that I was ignoring. You might be feeling the same thing. And then when it comes to the um, Black Lives Matter movement and the heightened movement, rather, I keep saying that it like just happened, which it did not. So that is 100% um, my conditioning to like have been ignorant towards this movement and not actually really take time to acknowledge it. Um, even though it's been happening for a very, very long time, it's just the prevalence in my life being a white female um, in a predominantly white um, family, neighborhood, et cetera, et cetera, upbringing. Um, I didn't have like any association with the Black Lives Matter movement prior to when it kind of um, was heightened, let's put it that way, uh, was heightened after George Floyd was killed. So knowing all of these shadow sides of us and knowing how ignorant we've been to our own feelings, knowing how, how ignorant we've been to other people's feelings um, is really fucking sucky to admit and then getting to be leaders in the social media industry and in whatever industry you are in while also dealing with these emotions um, is really tricky. And so while the old Johnny would have said like, oh, that doesn't matter. Like, that's just an end. Like, that stuff is going on and you can still make a fuck ton of money and do all those things. Like, that is 100% true. However, both of these... Um, things in our life that are going on for the first half of 2020 and that will be going on for a very, very long time <sighs> and will take us a long time to process and actually change the world and all of those things um, really just brought up a lot for me personally and it was the first time that I was dealing with emotions while actually running a business. Normally I just ignored my emotions and ran my business anyway. And I still did the things and I still launched and all of those things, but this quarter was very, very different. Um, and I'm sure that it was for you guys as well. So regardless of if you hit your goals in quarter two or if you did not hit your goals in quarter two, whatever it is, I want you to take some time and reflect and learn. For me, my aim was over 100K quarter. I did not meet that 100%. We came up a little bit short because I pushed back my Rise and Thrive launch. That's why you guys have been hearing it for the longest time. Um, and I've been enrolling for a very, very long time. But my heart just wasn't in it. My heart wasn't in sales calls. My heart wasn't um, in pitching it. My heart wasn't in really talking about it. Like I was doing the motions, but it wasn't adding up because my heart just wasn't in it. Um, I personally lost my godmother a few weeks ago. I lost um, my grandmother, who was the last living grandparent that I had. My family got to go through this all in New York while I am in Texas and I couldn't be there. Um, yeah, it was just super, super difficult. Joe and I ended up moving, as you guys know, may know, into a big house. Um, we don't own it. We're renting it. Um, we don't know if we actually want to live here forever or what, so we're not going to buy right now. Um, but a lot of just different layers happened in my life and I, as I was dealing with all of these new emotions and... Um, continuously learning about um, my role in racism, my subconscious patternings and things like that. Um, it was really difficult for me to just like 
push past and do the launch. And it's really funny because for me, I told myself I was going to take off from the launch and then push my launch back. And then what I did was create my seven day free training series, which was also really fucking epic. We got a few clients from Rise and Thrive in there. We also will likely get a few clients um, who are not ready for Rise and Thrive, but are further past um, the beginning stages of their business. So we'll definitely have some clients there. So definitely made like the money for the business, which was my goal. And my goal was to serve you guys who showed up or watch the replay. And it was fucking epic. However, I did that to still distract me from the feelings that I was feeling from my grand, my godmother's death. And as I was like, oh, I pushed my launch back and I feel so much better. And look at me. I can push back and I can have feelings and run a multiple six-figure business. I still just created more work for me. Like that week alone, there was about 15 more hours of work plus the planning of it, which was the week before, plus the follow-up of it. I'm still getting questions. People are still processing things. People are still DMing me their content, all of those things. And so there's so much extra work that I created for myself in effort to actually not create the work by pushing back my launch. So there's lots of subconscious things that I noticed there as go-getters, as people who are perfectionists, as people who really always want to do their best and show up continuously and do the things and be amazing at it and all of those things, we have an inherent nature to just push our feelings down and do the things and not actually ask ourselves how we are feeling, right? And so for me, that was something that I really, really embraced this quarter. And then as I embraced it this quarter, I also really, really learned about the places where I just ask myself the question of how am I feeling and then just push it away. <laughs> so it's constantly trying to undo any sort of subconscious programming that I have, that you guys have. And as entrepreneurs, we get to really, really look at that, right? As entrepreneurs, we just naturally have that growth mindset. We naturally are... Um, those people who don't stay <laughs> like complacent in one place, in one thing, doing one thing, we see the opportunity for so many different things, right? And in Rise and Thrive, I help bring that out of you. I help, um, I help you put it together. I help you put it on paper. I help you start a business. I help you grow the business. Um, we reach consistent 5K months, 10K months, and beyond. So with that blabber, being said and insight being said, let's get into the 10 things that I learned in quarter two. So I only have eight written down. I wanted to write down two more and I remembered them right before I hopped on here. However, I don't have a pen and I didn't think to put it onto paper. So we're going to go on it. And if I have the extra two things that I want to teach on, I will. And if I don't, we will just stop at eight. But let's get into it. So number one is that things are unpredictable. You can have the most perfect plan. You can have the most perfect launch strategy. You can do everything, quote unquote, right. Um, and you just never fucking know. You never know. We could not anticipate any of this happening to us in terms of COVID. We could not anticipate people getting killed just because of their race. We could not anticipate anything that we get to learn. It's all opportunities for learn. Yes, we have our shadow side. Yes, those shadow sides make us feel like shit for all the things that we've ignored. But at the end of the day, like we can never predict exactly what's going to happen. So for me, this means a few things. On the one hand, it means do the things that you know you want to do. Even when you're scared, even when your hands are shaking, 
it's like I think John Mayer has a song with his song that says like say what you need to say it's like do it as your hands are shaking as your eyes are closing do it with uh, heart wide open say what you need to say like do the things that you actually want to do in life because you never fucking know things are just unpredictable right I didn't anticipate my godmother passing away I didn't anticipate my grandmother passing actually she was really sick and really old um but still like that's not a thing that I thought was going to happen we also lost another like a little bit more of a distant family member um you know we couldn't anticipate COVID we can only anticipate what we decide right We can decide that we're still going to do the things regardless of whatever happens. We can decide that we're going to do whatever it takes for us to live a life of fulfillment and happiness. Like those things we can decide. And then we get to keep going. We get to keep going in entrepreneurship. We get to keep exploring life. We get to keep um, doing the things that we want. So that's what you can decide. We can decide how much money we want. We can decide how much money we can attract. We can decide how many clients we're calling in. And it is unpredictable. We can do all of the work, however, the universe has our fucking back. The universe has everything planned out for a reason. The universe has us on the exact right track that that we are meant to be on. And so wherever you are in your business, whether you're at 10K months, 30K months, 100K months, or 0K months... I want you just to understand that things are unpredictable. And so even when you purchase the perfect launch strategy and the perfect content creation system and all of these things, things are unpredictable. And no business coach can tell you exactly what's going to happen when, they u- when you use their program. Just because a sales script worked for some of their people doesn't mean that the sales script did, like, um, is going to work for you. Right. So at the end of the day, Do what you want to do. Live your life the way you want to. Do it way before you even feel ready because we're never going to feel ready. And understand that things are unpredictable. We're just doing the things anyway. Right? Number two, energy always trumps strategy. I might have had this in my last uh, teaching when I did a list of things that I learned. But energy really, really always trumps strategy. Your energy, your emotions behind it, your intention behind it always trumps strategy. I see people post and send out some of like the not best marketing content I've seen. Um, I'm not saying I'm perfect at all. I'm not the best marketer. I just know what I'm doing. And I've done this for a very long time and I've helped a lot of people. Right? Are there people who are better? Probably. Does that mean that I can't help you? Absolutely not right? And so there's always going to be people who know more, but at the end of the day, your energy trumps strategy. So how did people's like poor marketing plans work? It's because their energy is their energy and their intention behind their post, behind their pitch, behind their email, all of those things is in true service, is in true alignment. And there's some points throughout our launches where we end up feeling that, ah, this is just not for me. Should I lower the price? Should I do this? Should I do that? Should I do that? Oh my goodness. And that's because our energy behind that is in like fear, 
fear that no one's going to sign up, fear that this isn't for us, fear that no one's going to sign up for this program or that we're only going to have a certain amount of people. And that fear prevents us from doing things. So when we focus on the energy behind it, we focus on the intention behind it, we focus on the desire, what we actually want and what we are calling into our life and we are coming at it from a true place of service, we are coming at it from a place of true connectedness to our mission and we're coming at it from a place of really really wanting to help the world thrive it never fails we will always 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 be able to call in the things that we want as long as it's in true alignment with what we truly want and so in rise and thrive for this round i have really really focused a lot more on mindset I've really brought in a lot more teaching aspects from my end, a lot more PowerPoints, a lot more worksheets, a lot more step-by-step processes. So um, my energy can 100% be behind the things that I know people need. And so we constantly get to evolve our programs. We constantly get to upgrade them, right? That's why the price increases. Right, last time it was $1,000 cheaper. This time it's $5,000 paid in full, $6,000 payment plan. Right, Next time it's going to be $1,000 more. I'm going to be bringing on some other experts. I'm going to be adding some extra things. Right, So when people say like, oh, next time, my energy behind positively pushing them to make a decision is not because, oh, I want to take your money and like I'm the best. It's because my energy behind it is like, hey, the value of this is in fucking sane. Like your transformation is going to be absolutely insane. I've seen it work. I've seen tons and tons of clients go through this exact process. This is the exact process that I used learning from multiple seven-figure business coaches, learning from 11 years of coaching clients, creating programs. Like this is insanely valuable stuff. And so my intention in pushing you to make the decision and telling you that it's going to increase in price is not malintended, is not to be like, oh, give me this because it's going to go up and like, oh, you're being stupid if you don't pay it. Like, no, that's not a thing in my world. It's just the truth. For a four-month program, people charge three months for $6,000. Mine is way more intensive. You get a lot of one-on-one help and I'm only increasing the value right so it's a four-month program you get two calls a week like it's pretty freaking insane and we get slack like it's so beautiful I'm such a hands-on coach and that's why I value it the way that I do right so your energy behind it trumps strategy your energy behind it dictates the inflection behind your voice if there's an attitude or if there's like a pressure a negative pressure if there is like a true line of service behind it like your energy behind the things you're saying and the decisions you're making means everything So make sure your energy is alignment with everything that you say, everything that you do in your business. Make sure it's not just done because you quote unquote think the way that that's the way it needs to be done or someone told you to. Okay. Number three, the the right clients will always come. This is one of my favorite because I've done a lot, a lot of sales calls. And yes, I've had an extremely high closing rate for like most of my life after like my first, second, my first and second sales job. And the reason why that is, is because client attraction is a beautiful art and a beautiful science that we get to continuously evaluate who we are attracting. 
And if you are attracting the right leads and you are really, really working to um, attract the right leads and your energy is in it for the right reasons and those people resonate with your energy, they're going to buy your stuff no matter if it's $1,000, $100, or $10,000. They, The energy behind things dictates the right clients coming to you. Right. So when I say client attraction is like an art, that's kind of what I mean. It's the energy behind things. You resonate with my energy. You probably resonate with people whose energy is similar to me. You probably resonate with spirituality, even though I'm not a spiritual coach. Um, You probably resonate with my energy behind the way I make decisions. You either admire it or you make decisions similarly. Right. I'm very open about all of those things. And so I attract clients who are ready to make the decision to invest in me. In addition to that, there's the art of marketing. I mean, the science of marketing, rather, as I call it. The science of marketing to actually use the pain points of your ideal clients, create content off of it, create copy off of it, create content and landing pages off of it, emails off of it, podcasts off of it. And the more you do that, the more you hit home for people, the more you provide value in their life, the more you will attract the clients. And when you consistently reevaluate, okay, why did that sales call not go the best? Or why did this client come to me? Oh, it was because of that story. Beautiful. Do I want more clients like that? Yes. Okay. So I'm going to continue to repeating that story, right? As entrepreneurs, especially on social media, we constantly, for some reason, think that we have to create something different every single time we show up. We have to create a new Uh, program. We have to create a new marketing way of marketing our programs. We have to create a new pitch. We have to create something new. Meanwhile, successful marketing actually just kind of repeats the same exact thing all the fucking time. Honestly, (laughs) you've heard me talk about Rise and Thrive till I'm like literally blue in the face. You've heard me talk about how I create content. You've heard me talk about my sales process. You heard me talk about how I don't give um, just scripts, how I actually help you understand the psychology behind things and why you write things. And I help you pull it out of your brain and I consult in your business and I coach you and, you know, you just go deeper with your clients. Like th- that's my method. You know it. I can say it till I'm blue in the face. And if, and if it's something you want, you already know that Rise and Thrive is for you. So repeat the same marketing that works and attracts the right clients once you get one client you're like okay why or once you get one sales call okay why did that client come to me and repeat that you reassess and you repeat it so the right clients will always come when your energy is in alignment with things when you have the strategy to consistently reevaluate, and when you just trust when you trust that you've known that you've done the work You've done everything that you can because you followed your strategy, even though it's not going to be perfect and things are unpredictable. And you come from a giant place of service. You serve your following. You serve your email list. You serve your leads. You serve your clients. All right. One of the reasons why a lot of people sign up for Rise and Thrive is because they might have done other coaching programs but it didn't work for them and they're still struggling to get clients and they just feel out of alignment with things. They're not sure what questions to ask. They feel like they've launched a bunch of times but don't have the strategy behind it. They don't have the systems behind it. They're just struggling and they know that working with me is going to give them a different insight because I'm not like a lot of the different business coaches that just give you the strategy and say, okay, peace. 
right? I'm not saying that's bad or good. Like uh, the first group coaching program I was in was a little bit um, more hands-on than that explanation. However, um, I didn't really need to ask questions. And a lot of people who didn't know what questions to ask, like kind of just got lost in the sauce. (laughs) And so um, that style I find doesn't work for my type of ideal client who really, really struggles at a deeper level with confidence with gaining clarity, with knowing what questions to ask. So people come to Rise and Thrive after doing a few other group coaching programs or work with me after working with other business coaches, and they just fucking succeed because I consult them. I see the holes. I help them market more efficiently. I help them program. I help them increase their confidence, and it just works. Right? So the right clients will always come when you know your systems, when you know your strategy, when you know who you're looking for. So I meditate on this all of the time. Who do I want in my program? What do they look like? What do they sound like? What do I want the vibe of my program to be? And we just started Slack today for the people who have already signed up. And like already, it is so, so, so beautiful. So beautiful. We're doing some quarter two reflections. We're planning out quarter three. Everyone is so excited, so supportive. Like it's literally just working. And it's the exact vibe that I wanted. Right? And so once you're clear on all of those things and you just do the things and you have the strategy, you just release and you trust. And the right clients will always come. I know that as I do the things, I know that as I fulfill my mission, I know that as I gain clarity and I call in who I want, what I want, when I want it, I release it, understand that things might change. But the right people always come to me, the people who are meant to work with me. And if somebody says no, beautiful, they're not meant to work with me right now. I still love them. I'm still here to support them. I still want them to succeed. Right. Which brings me to number four, which is do the work and release, which kind of was tied into number three. When we try and control every aspect of our business or life, like it literally just doesn't work. We cannot, we are out of control in so many aspects and it is so beautiful. That's actually also a book. Um, Having trust that things are going to go the exact way that they need to. And hauling ass and doing the things are key. Like we can't just trust and then just make it an excuse like, oh, that client just wasn't a good client or that client wasn't an ideal client or, oh, okay, that was a stupid investment. So next, or, you know, that just wasn't for me. We're making excuses. But when we're reflecting and we're like, oh, wait, this is why this client didn't sign. And we're changing. We're changing our marketing. We actually act off of it. That's when we actually do the work and then we can release. It's not just about like trying and then releasing. It's like, no, are you actually doing the work to constantly reevaluate, constantly show up for your business, constantly um, meditate on who you actually want, how you want to help people? And are you getting the right answers on how you can gain clarity to move forward? If the answer is yes, then yes, you are doing the work. The coaches, the courses, the daily action, the showing up for your business, the journaling, the inner work. Right? The program development, the product suite development, the reflections, all of those things, the planning, the content, lead generation, client attraction, launching, like all of those things are the work. If we're not doing those things, there's nothing to release because we haven't done the work. However, if we're not doing the work, I don't want you to feel like bad or negative about it. I'm encouraging you to do, to do the work. Like you're here for that reason. And I know some of you might still be in school. Some of you are taking your RD exam. Some of you are still in your nine to five or whatever it is. And so I know that it's harder. 
but there is still a way to actually make your time efficient. It's not hard work. It's not like constantly doing things and being on all the time and working from 6 a.m. to 10 p.m. and 10 p.m. to 6 a.m. Like that's not a thing. That's miserable. We're not here to build our business that way. But what we are here to do is be intentional with our time. We're here to be intentional. We're here to be profitable. We are here to use our time efficiently, constantly reflect and learn and build a massive impact, connect to our mission and live a life of fulfillment. Right? That's the work that we do. And I want you to ask yourself, am I doing that every single day? For me, this past uh, two quarters, I 100% showed up for myself every single day and I backed off when I needed to. For example, last week, I didn't podcast at all. Me, I was putting out two or three podcasts a week because I really just needed space. I just needed time for myself. I was spending zero time in nature. I was constantly on for my clients, constantly on for my launch, always in my DMs, stuff like that. And yes, that might lead me to a little bit more sales. However, I'm not here to just make sales. I'm here to actually enjoy my life as well. So the DMs just waited until the next week. And that's fine. And I still have everybody is everybody's interest. We're having some extra sales calls this week. We're signing clients on. It's beautiful. Right? So do the work and release it and live your life. <laughs> Maybe that'll be the next one that I put in. I don't have that on here. But build your business the way that you actually want it to run. I have a client right now who's amazing. She just got her first one-on-one higher ticket coaching client online. She has a five-day um uh, self-love workshop that she's getting paid uh, the tickets are anywhere between 200 and 500 depending on when you bought it and um, she's doing all of the things and she's still in her nine to five and she's just stuck in this place of like I want to do the things in my business I'm so excited and I want to dance she pole dances she models she dances just in general like she's just such a creative person and that's like who she works with and it's so beautiful however she wasn't actually stepping back from her business. So she was doing all the things, hauling us, pushing through, and then realizing, wait, I don't want my business to run this way. How can I reevaluate this? So we're going to go with number five as run your business now the way you want to run it in the future. And I want you to take that with a kind of like a grain of salt, maybe a big grain of salt, because yes, having more money will allow you to build out a bigger team. And this quarter I've expanded my team from, I think, three people to six people, I think think those are numbers or two to seven I forgot where we were at the beginning of the year I let some people go as well last year so I've also had like my first full-time employee come on come on and that's my VA and she's amazing if you work with me you will see her all over the place Ashley she will also be in Rise and Thrive helping you guys out um but once you have more cash and more cash flow yes you can build your business and yes you can only stay in your zone of genius and um, your business is going to run a little bit more efficiently without you there however that doesn't mean that you have to be a lunatic and a crazy person at the beginning stages of your business in order to actually be successful we don't have to be busy we just have to be intentional intentional with the time that we do spend are you sitting there and scrolling on your computer or scrolling on your phone are you sitting there and just getting distracted like this morning for me posting content turned into a long distraction of me going back to my last launch and I like posted um some pictures and I shared some pictures on my story of 
from some tips that I was given that I haven't given for this launch so people can get a sense of what type of strategies they're going to get that I haven't shared yet right now, you know, so it ended up being like a long convoluted like three hours of actually posting. However, that normally doesn't happen for me and I get to really just reassess why did that happen? Right. This quarter, something that I've done to actually allow my business to run the way that I want it to run is not get on my phone to actually work until 11. Other than posting, I usually post around like eight or nine in the morning just to like get it over with and put it out there, connect, et cetera, et cetera. And then I stop around 6.30 or 7 p.m. at a maximum. Some days it's 3 p.m., some days it's 4 p.m. It just really depends. I take Sundays completely off and most of Saturdays. Last, um, in 2019, I was working like seven days a week, consistently doing that. I was, I was like, oh no, it's okay, I can do this, I can do that. And I'm just like, no, I actually want to enjoy my life. Right, So I don't even bring up my phone in the evenings because I have an evening routine where I like to read. Sometimes I meditate again. I spend a lot of time with Joe. Um, we relax. We shut off for the evening. I usually don't really like to watch a lot of TV in the evening because then I stay up and just waste a bunch of hours. And then I wake up late and it doesn't feel good. Right, So being intentional and running your business the way you actually want it to run is really key to attract the right clients. Because if your energy behind showing up is like very like nervous, is very not confident, is very all over the place, your ideal clients or your leads are going to feel that and they're not going to feel confident in signing on with you, right? Which is why I've also done a lot of work to delegate a lot out, to delete a lot of things that just weren't serving me, et cetera, et cetera. Part of the quarter reflections that we're going to be doing in Rise and Thrive, because we'll be running into quarter four, um, which will be the last quarter of the year. Oh my goodness, so crazy. Um, is like what worked and what didn't work, right? And so that's a, a, a journaling exercise, an activity, a strategy that I've fully adopted into 2020. What didn't work and what didn't and what did work. Just because I have a podcast doesn't mean you have to have a podcast. Just because I have email funnels for evergreen things doesn't mean you need to have email funnels for evergreen products. Like it just really depends on where you are in your business, right? So take ownership of that and have your business run the way you want it to run. This year, I'm really focusing on a little bit more passive income on serving some, serving people in a larger group coaching container. Um, last year I was focused a lot on one-on-one -on -one and that's just not the way I want to serve people. It's not the way I want to run my business, right? So I switch it. So run your business the way you actually want it to run. Okay. Not when you get to a certain income number, not when you have a certain amount of clients, not when you reach a certain goal, like do the things now the way you want your business to run so that it actually runs that way and it grows that way. That's the beautiful thing. And then as you grow your business, you could perhaps step back and delegate a little bit more, automate a little bit more, serve people more in group coaching containers, maybe passive income courses, whatever works best for you. However, you get to decide that. Nobody gets to decide that for you. Okay. I see a lot of entrepreneurs and business coaches specifically really focus on like, oh, you can make $4,000 while you sleep and stuff like that. And that is so beautiful. But to get there you get to really do a lot of work. And so it sounds magical and it sounds simple and it sounds all of those things, but in reality, it's not. Like, yes, it's magical and yes, it's simple with the right strategy, but at the end of the day, you have to do a lot of work to generate enough leads, enough trust, enough of a following, enough hot leads who actually, and, and like a really, really good course in order for people to actually get results without you coaching, right? That takes work. So it's not as easy.
you know and focusing on everything does not actually give you the answer focusing on one thing getting really really good at that funnel get really 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 good at um that type of coaching style etc etc is really important before we expand out so finding what works best for you and how you want your business to run do you want to be a super hands-on coach for the rest of 2020 do you want to kind of be a hands-off coach or do you want a mixture and what does that look like get clear on those things number six we are always on the right path oh my goodness always on the right path all of the experiences that I've had, all of the downfalls, all of the really high highs, all of the clients who got epic results, all the clients who haven't gotten epic results were all opportunities for me to learn. And today, even on my stories, I talked about how I had, like the universe was basically trying to teach me the same lesson over and over and over again of wanting to become an entrepreneur, of really stepping into my power and I literally have always had this calling since the first job that I ever had like I've always taken more managerial positions I've always taken more ownership positions I've always taken on way more responsibility I've always been great at sales marketing emails client retention client coaching etc etc and so the universe was continuously trying to teach me that lesson I would get some clients I would get some interest and then all of a sudden I would have another job offering and I'd be like ah let me take that it's just some quick cash and you know I'll do it in the meantime and I would get distracted and then I repeat the same thing and I would get distracted and then I kept getting offered higher positions that really put me in an entrepreneurial place because I was the manager of a gym. I worked for a lifetime where literally I was responsible for client acquisition, client retention, lead generation, program creation. Um, I was the head dietitian there. I had people underneath me. I was developing a meal prep program there. I had my own meal prep. So I've always had this inkling to actually do the things that I've been creative with. And at the end of the day, I kept going back to what was easier. And I took it as a lesson when I stepped into entrepreneurship last year by saying, you know what, if this is going to work, I'm going to have to change something. I cannot continue going to back to jobs that I think are easier. If I'm going to do this, I'm going to do this and I'm going to go all in, just all in. And so could I have stepped into entrepreneurship way before 100%, but this was meant to be my path the path of learning all the skills that I did in order to get where I am right now, learning all the marketing skills, working for so many different entrepreneurs and so many different businesses and learning all the different aspects that I needed to learn to become a business coach. That's why I'm here, right? Could I have stepped into this sooner? A hundred percent. Should I have? I don't know. It's a, there's no shoulds, right? I just got to learn a little bit more made a little bit less mistakes in my business and learned a little bit more there, right? Got a higher level coaching early on and that's why I'm here, right? So I don't take it as like, oh, well, should I have done that? Would I have been on a different path? Like, no, I would have still been led here and I don't know where I'm going to be led in the future. However, just having faith that we are always on the right path and listening to the lessons that you're learning, if you follow a bunch of entrepreneurs, if you're following me right now, like you are meant for this. You literally are meant for this. You're not listening to me because you're not meant for this. Like, let's just be real. Let's get that out of your head. It's not not going to work for you. It's going to work for you. It's going to work with you. That's why you found me on Instagram. That's why you found my podcast. 
There is a purpose for all of that. It's up to you to listen to it. It's up to you to take the bait. It's up to you to invest. It's up to you to take the action and believe in yourself. You're not going to believe in yourself anymore in six months if you don't get the proper help now. Right? You're not going to be any better of a marketer right now or a program developer or content creator if you don't get the proper help now. Right? And I just wish somebody had told me this until they were like blue in the face <laughs> years ago when I had found Amanda Bucci, who was my first business coach, who's also my current business coach. Um, years ago, and I watched her launch her group coaching program for two years before I actually took on took it on. And if I had actually listened to that sign that, hey, you're following this random human for a reason. You are literally obsessed with everything she's saying. You listen to her nonstop. You show up for all of her stuff. You've been stalking her, her YouTube, everything. You listen to all of her pitches, but you're like, oh, it's not for me. Oh, it's not for me. Oh, it's not for me. If I had listened to the fact that the universe was like, hey, this is for you. This is why you're paying attention. This is why you're so interested. I would have been a millionaire a very, very long time ago. And so I push you guys to make the decision. I push you guys and inspire you and empower you to actually make the decision that you know you want to make because it's magic. It is so magical when you actually wake up every single day and are doing the things that you want in life. It is so magical when you are actually doing the things that, you, that your heart has been telling you you've wanted to do. And I want to see that reality for you. I know you want to see it, and I know you're scared, and it's okay, but this is meant for you. Because we are always on the right path, and your body is smart. Your body tells you what you need to do. We just don't take the time to stop and listen, and then we let that fear come up. Oh, this isn't for me. Oh, I can't invest right now. Oh, we don't have the money right now. And those things will all be okay. We will make the money back. That's easy. That's the easy part. Your initial, like, gaining the balls to invest is the hard part. Right? But have faith that you are always on the right path. When I transferred into business coaching at the beginning of 2020, officially, I've been business coaching for a while now, almost a year, but, um, and helping, like, manage people and building other people's businesses for the longest time now. But when I stepped into it, at the beginning of 2020, I had no idea how insane it was going to blow up. I had no idea that I was going to be on track to hit a $480,000 a year. I had no, I had no clue that this was going to actually like work out. I was just like, you know what? I'm going for it (laughs) because it feels right. So have faith that you're always on the right path and do the things that your body's calling you and telling you to do. Okay. Oh, that leads me to number seven, which is literally the same thing. Take action on the things you know you need. Take action on the things that you know that you need to do to get to the next level, to make yourself happier. Like, I don't know about you, but I don't have time in my life to waste not doing the things that make me happy. I don't have time in my life to waste not doing the things that I actually want to do or spending it doing things that I don't want to do. Like, I just don't have time to do that anymore. I did that for so long. I people pleased. Sorry, these birds are really loud. I don't know if you guys can hear that, but... Okay, sorry, I had to pause that because there is literally just birds walking around, like, squawking on the floor. Okay, you'll probably still hear it. I don't know where you're from, but I'm from New York, and it's very weird to have, like, birds so close and, like, so many of them and, like, nature. But moving on. Um... 
person, but take action on the things you know you need to do because we don't have, like, why would you want to do anything else other than what you want to do? If you are and you're in a safer job, quote unquote, even though it makes you unhappy, or you are listening to somebody who's questioning you, that are all that's all judgments from other people, right? It's judgments from other people and you are people pleasing them. And as strong-willed people, as people who take action, as people who want to live a fulfilled life and who have that mission, who have that goal, right? We're not our parents who just like kind of took the easier route out and the safer route out and wanted the 401k and all of these things. Like we are millennials who do the things that we want even when it doesn't make sense. Even when everybody's telling us no, even when everybody else is telling us to go and get... Um, you know, a job as a doctor or a lawyer or an accountant or whatever it is. And we're just like, no, that's not the thing I want. I want to help people in a deeper way because I know that shit doesn't matter. That shit's the easy stuff. Saving money, making money, that's fine. I can go back to the easier job. I can go back to school and get whatever degree I want, but I actually really want to help people and I want to live life on my own terms. I don't want to stay in a job where I... Um, continuously working for other people. That's just not a thing. I want to be able to travel the world. One of my goals is to live in Greece. One of my goals is to live there, like, probably within the next 10 years. We're going to wait until Hunter passes away, which I know feels awful to say, um, but he's my big dog, Hunter, um, and he just cannot travel on a plane. Like, he just has massive anxiety, and I wouldn't do that to him, so we do have to wait until he's done unless, like, we had somebody take him over, and I don't want to do that, right? So within the next 10 years, that's what I want to do. Will my family think I'm crazy? Yes. Will I do it anyway? Yes. Will it be Greece? Maybe. It's just a stepping stone for me, right? So take action on the things you know you need to actually be happy in in your life because we only get one of these things on this earth so do the things do the things when it doesn't work out do the things when it doesn't make sense show up for yourself anyway because if you're not going to do it no one else is going to for you number eight anytime that you struggle anytime that you struggle anytime that something feels too hard Anytime that you doubt yourself, I want you just to realign yourself with your intentions of your life, with your mission. I want you to get reconnected to yourself. 99% of the time, our society, including us, like walk around like headless chickens. Like we just do the things, we go to work. You probably work out if you're listening to me. You're probably pretty fit. Like you eat really well for the most part, you know? We do all of the things, but then we don't actually stop to ask ourselves, like, how we feel. Or what we're feeling. Or what's not in alignment in our life. And so a practice that I've adopted this second, uh, or rather, uh, this first half of 2020 is continuously writing down a thrive list. And continuously um, asking myself, what is in alignment with myself? What I actually really want and what is not. And anything that is not, I change. Anything that is, I keep. And I continuously realign myself with that intention. So anytime you are struggling or anytime something feels hard, I want you to realign yourself with what you actually really want in life. What your intention is. Why are you launching? Why are you asking for the sale? Why are you bringing people on? Yes, for the money. Yes, to grow a business. Yes, to have a massive impact. But like, really, why? 
what is the thing that's so important to you to get to help people right now? The same questions we ask on sales calls are the same questions we get to ask ourselves. So if on a sales call you would ask somebody like, oh, what's really important for you to change right now? Why now? Then what about you? What is really important for you to build your business right now? Right. For me, I'm taking on clients into my energy space for Rise and Thrive because I um, have cleared my schedule from a lot of one-on-one clients. I only have a few calls each week. Right. I'm expanding the amount of people I'm taking on into my energy space. And I'm really fucking excited, like really, really ready to serve them. I'm amping up the content, amping up the amount of help. I'm spending more time in Slack. Like I'm so excited for these people that who, these entrepreneurs who have signed up already and who are going to be signing up over the next like week and a half or so. Right. I've literally created the energy or opened up my energy and created this space in my life for more people to come on in. If you're launching just to launch for the money, it's going to be really difficult to actually gain the amount of clients that you want. That's, some, that's a lesson that I've learned over and over and over again. Like when I was launching and asking for sales calls, when I didn't even have energy to sell because I was dealing with so many other things and moving and... Um, uh, my godmother dying like my energy was just not in actually giving to other people but yet I was like oh sign up right that doesn't work it doesn't work I was like hmm I don't even know where I would put a sales call on my schedule right now so hmm okay let's push this back right so just consistently realign yourself when things seem difficult because it's not just like difficult for you we all have difficult points in our life we all and in our business and if any business coach claims that they don't it's a crock of shit no matter how much money you're making you're all you're still struggling with something right number nine. Ooh, i love this one okay do not define your worth by anything that you do any amount of money you make any transformation a client gets with you or the success on the scale, or the success on, you know, the weight you lift, or the success of a post. Do not define your success based off of anything that you do. What you do and who you are are two different things. You are an entrepreneur who changes something about society, but that's not who you are, right? And getting to know who you are and being able to describe yourself in a way that's not related to the things you do or who you transform or how much money you make or what degrees you have is so difficult because being, you know, people who really, really go after what they want, especially in terms of school, especially in terms of grades, especially in terms of things, we're taught to, like, spend all of our focus on that. And when we spend all of our focus of our life defining ourselves by the things that we do, we really lose sense of who we actually truly are, right? You might have spent so many years like working out and obsessing about the scale and obsessing about progress pictures and obsessing about macros and things like that, only to realize that that wasn't an actual important thing. Like, yes, you care how you look. Yes, you care about what you feel. Yes, you care about taking care of your health and getting stronger and being able to do pull-ups and all of those things. But it's not the ultimate thing you care about. The ultimate thing you care about is like happiness, connectedness. You want to feel yourself. You want to um, be in love with your life and feel fulfilled, right? Maybe it's different than that. That's what I feel, right? So 
this year I've lost a lot of different parts of me and have integrated a lot of new parts of me and the things that I was used to defining myself as such as the amount of money that I make such as the amount of clients I can take on and like how super womanish I am and look at me I can do all of the things and I can have 10 clients in Voxer and they can all get epic results and they all did and I lost myself in the process I stopped working out for a while in 2019. I stopped taking care of myself. I stopped going on walks. I stopped like actually making food that I really liked. I stopped playing the piano for like almost 10 years at this point of my life. And like I lost a lot of that. And coming into 2020, I realized that that was actually the things that made like made me me. The happiness that I feel like making a really good food. Last time I made empanadas. Yes, they were a little butchered, but they were pretty good. Right? That just makes me really, really happy. I love to bake. I love to go and experience nature. I love to go and travel. I love to do all of these things. And I love to play the piano. So even though that's a thing that I do, the connectedness that I feel when I do play the piano is really, really powerful for me. And so losing that aspect of who I was defining myself as, which was like a classical musician, was really difficult for me because I don't really define myself as that. I define myself as somebody who loves to connect, connect deeper to myself. Um, I love to be able to really just feel light and airy internally, um, feel passionate, feel fulfilled. Right? Those are the things that I kind of define myself as right now. And you don't have to define yourself as, as anything. But... It doesn't have to be the things that you actually do. Like, oh, look at how, how difficult of a piano piece, piece I can play. Like, what does that do for me? Nothing. <laughs> I'm just going to play the songs I like. That's it. And, like, you know, work to get, you know, better and uh, challenge my technique and my abilities and stuff like that because I enjoy growing. You know, I enjoy growing. It's not like the, oh, look at me because I grew. It's the, I actually enjoy growing, right? It's a simple shift. Like that, that's actually really complex. So we get to always reevaluate, like, why am I doing these things? And why am I defining myself by this one post? Why am I defining myself by the weight on the scale? Why am I allowing myself to define my happiness with when I get a client or when I don't? Right, we can be happy and all of those things can happen. So in 2020, I've really learned to integrate a whole new, a whole new meaning to who I am versus what I do and the main thing that I want you guys to take away from this long podcast which we will put as number 10 is focus on showing yourself love show yourself love every single day if there's, and this was not written down, but I like it as number 10. So we're going to leave it as number 10. But there's one thing that I've learned in 2020. It's to show yourself like unconditional love. Respect the things you want. Do the things that you enjoy. Love yourself truly, like internally, externally. Um, it doesn't, it's not a conditional thing. It's not like when you have abs, you love yourself. Or when you work out and you can do a certain amount of pull-ups, you love yourself. It's just, I love myself. For me, all my shadow sides, all of my 
dark sides, all of the sides that like I don't feel good with and the feelings that I'm confused with and the self-doubt and all those things. Like I love myself through all of that. That's a part of me. And getting honest with the things that we feel is really, really, really key and will 100% propel our business way further than just pretending like we don't feel those things. And so in 2020, I've really gotten super honest with myself about feelings, gotten super honest with myself about the places I struggle in life, um, in business, in relationships, in growing. I've learned to ask for help when I struggle, which was a big thing that I had a barrier around. Um, And when you can go into things as everything is just a lesson, literally everything, um, we can really truly love ourselves and not shit on ourselves for mistakes or things that like we learned and, you know, we lost money over or when we invested in a course or a coach and we didn't show up for ourselves like we can just take that as like up that was that thing why how do I change it how do I you know move through this and how do I love myself through this instead of hating yourself through everything simply love yourself through everything that is key and if there's one thing that 2020 has taught us is that loving each other loving ourselves unconditionally is so 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 important no matter the race, sex, age, everything. Everybody has their shadow sides. Everybody has um, negative shit in their life that goes on in their head. And the more we accept them from ourselves, the more we accept them from each other, the happier we can become and the more we can fulfill our mission and the more we can show up for ourselves And the better off our life will be and the better off everybody else's life will be. So cheers to the first half of 2020 being over. Holy shit. It went by. I feel like yesterday it was just like, I was like, yeah, 2020 is going to be my year. And like, it still is your year. However, we were just faced with a lot of hardships as a society, as a collective and individually. But you have opportunities to change that. You are in control of your reality. You are in control of the next um, six months of your business, of your life. And just do not forget that. We can control what we can control and we can release what we cannot control. We cannot control COVID, but we can control our actions and social distance and stuff like that. We cannot control, you know, everybody else um, and their opinions in the Black Lives Matter movement. However, we can control how we approach it how we approach other people when we notice racism. We can approach other people and our businesses from a place of active inclusivity and active anti-racism, right? And that's just one part of this whole puzzle that is going to cause the world to be happier and more thriving and truly heal. And if you want help building your business in the second half of 2020, if you know you need the strategies to build your business in the second half of 2020 because what you have been doing has not really been getting you results and you feel like you're just like throwing shit at the wall and swimming like a fish out of water and you're just like oh my goodness there needs to be a better way I'm here to tell you that there is my rise and thrive group coaching program is still open for enrollment dm me at johnny underscore agresta or click the link down below copy it into your browser and go and apply on the landing page I will see you guys later thank you for being here and have an epic day